Good morning. Uh, good to be here. Um, thank you for this service so far. It was a blessing. Uh, the um, Bible study was interesting because uh, we started talking about what I'd like to talk about today. Um, but let's first begin with a prayer, please. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the chance to gather together uh, on this day with fellow believers. Lord, uh, we love you, and we trust you, and we thank you for all your many blessings. Lord, uh, please give me the words to speak. Help us to be attentive and uh, to, uh, that the Holy Spirit would be here and uh, for our understanding and uh, that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As most of you know, I fly the, um, the Boeing 777. Um, it's actually an impressive machine. And um, just some of the facts, uh, the max takeoff weight is 788,000 pounds. And uh, takes, when you push the power up, you get about 180,000 pounds of thrust. And the range is about 8,000 miles, which can be pretty brutal when you're trying to <laughs> go there at a pretty fast speed of 500 knots, but it takes a long time. So the other day, as I was uh, taking off, we pushed the power up, and we have all our standard things going on. And um, the thought crossed through my mind will this thing even fly? And uh, so as you're hurling down the runway at 200 knots, getting ready to pull back on the yoke and, and take to the air, what would keep me from just hurling off the end of the runway and ending up in a ball of fire? Well, it's faith, right? It's faith that this machine will lift me into the air. And as we cruise in the high 30s, 1,000 feet or so, the outside air temperature is minus 60 degrees. Uh, the air is so thin that if you were outside, uh, not to mention the 500 knots of wind, uh, your blood would boil because there's not enough pressure up there. So I'm trusting this tube of aluminum to take me through the air and it's really a matter of faith that uh, I trust this machine will take me to my destination. So today I'd like to talk about faith and talk about, um, I, I didn't really comprehend, we talk about faith a lot, uh, we use the, the term often, but I didn't really comprehend how much is talked about faith in scriptures. And in fact, uh, the word faith or faithfulness, uh, having to specifically do with the, deal with the word, is mentioned 508 times in the Bible. Uh, it's an impressive amount of uh, information about faith. So 
If you can turn to Hebrews 11, obviously we have to go to this chapter, the chapter of faith. And I'm going to actually take the time to read the whole thing, the whole chapter, uh, all the way to uh, ver- uh, chapter 12, verse 2. Um, and as we, as we read through this, um, just take a kind of, uh, tune your ear to think about the various aspects of faith. Uh, there are a lot of different, um, things that are affected and, um, will be affected by faith that we have, Okay. Uh, not to mention the history that we have of, of the faith in the Bible. Chapter 11 of Hebrews. In fact, what is faith, right? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By Abel, faith offered under God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is of by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whether he went. By faith, he sojourned in a land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had, hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age, being because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. 
And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, and heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had his and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it is said, that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshiped leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw that he was a proper child and that they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he, should be lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as on dry land, which the Egyptians, saying to do, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall, we, what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in, flight, in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might attain a better resurrection. And under, others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. 
And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. I so like this chapter. I, uh, and I like the fact some things are just flat out plain. What is faith, right? Faith is believing in the things that we don't always see, but trusting that it will happen. And faith is intricately bound with belief, okay? So we can be certain of things that we don't see or experience yet. We think about some of the things that happened in the Gospels when uh, Jesus was healing uh, various people. It was faith that made it happen. In fact, it's said that you know, most of the things um, that happened as far as the miracles were concerned were rec they recognized, Christ recognized the faith that the people had. And even Jesus said, if you have the faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall renew, remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Think about the faith of the leper who was healed and cleansed the faith of Simon or Peter as he walked on the water. Okay, it was the faith, his faith, that allowed him to walk on the water to Jesus. But it was when he started looking around, seeing the reality of the situation, that he started to sink. Think about the faith of the centurion uh, who wanted his servant to be healed. And Jesus said about him, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so it be unto thee. So he had faith, and he believed that Jesus could heal him. And he even believed that Jesus could heal him miles away. He didn't even have to go to where uh, the servant was. So reflecting on uh, Hebrews 11, uh, some things that we see is they didn't see it with their physical eyes, right? Even these, even these people of great faith, they didn't see it. If you think about Noah, he had never seen a flood, and 
as far as I can tell, I don't even know if they had uh, rain like we have today. But he believed, right? <clears throat> so we, and with the spiritual eyes or with spiritual outlook, we can see things of the future, right? A city of God, a heavenly country, his promises fulfilled, looking ahead and not behind, and seeing him who is invisible. Faith is intertwined with belief in God and a belief in his protection and his promises. An understanding of God, that he will make a way. We talked today, if, if um, Esther hadn't you know, taken a stand and decided this is the way we're going to go, God would have found another way to make it happen. Part of faith, major part of faith, is action. It's movement, obedience, complete trust in God. Abraham almost sacrificed his son, Isaac, but he did believe that God would raise him from the dead if he did. And in his mind, he's probably thinking, this doesn't make any sense. God said that my offspring will be as the sand of the, uh, of the seaside the stars in the sky, but at the same time, God wants me to kill my son. So God made a way in that too. Faith is a good report, right? A witness of God, uh, for God. Faith also has to do with miracles. You see, Enoch was translated to heaven. Sarah conceived in her old age. And what about our own circumstances. Have we not seen miracles? Have we not seen things that are natural but amazing? I thought that every time I, we had a child. Faith is a chance to please God. Faith is protection from God. Victory when all seems hopeless. I have many examples, the Red Sea, the walls of Jericho, David with his thing, uh, sling, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, Abraham holding up his arms during a battle until sundown, Joshua and Caleb believing God would give them the promised land. There are many stories of faith. What about our stories of faith? Choosing the people of God rather than the pleasures of sin is an aspect of faith. Faith is identifying with Christ. Faith is realizing the rewards will come later and having the patience and endurance to go to the end. By faith, we are strangers and pilgrims. We have the example of the faith of the martyrs throughout history, the faithful who were tortured, rejected, and outcasts. What about our faith when things are going well? Do we have much faith when it doesn't seem like we need faith? It's important to remember that faith is 
not only intertwined with belief, but it also should be a complete aspect of our life. Why is faith such a big deal to God? Uh, And in a way, it's almost like a two-way street, right? God is faithful all the time. In fact, Christ in Revelation says that his vesture was uh, faith and truth. This should be our testimony also. Without faith, faith, it is impossible to please God. Believing in God we cannot see, believing in a God that we cannot see, and believing that who he is and says he is, that takes faith. But Jesus notices our level of faith. In Matthew 15, 28, the woman of Canaan knew Jesus was her only hope for her sick daughter. She would not take no for an answer. Like when we have to press in uh, to God and say, God, you have to do this. You have to make this happen. What about the woman with the issue of blood? She had faith and believed. If she could just touch the hem of Jesus' clothes, she would be healed. And she was. Think about Peter, right? He was termed the man of little faith, Jesus' own disciple. Yet he was able to walk on the water because of his faith and the power of God. So it's important that we, too, keep our eyes on Jesus instead of our circumstances. It's so easy to get bogged down in the troubles and concerns of this world. And it's really important that we look up. I remember when I was a child, my dad ran a nature center, and we would go on hikes, especially at night. He liked to go on hikes to see the, uh, the uh, animals. And he said, don't look down at your feet as you walk. You need to look up. And I think this is important for us to remember. If we look up in our walk of life, our feet will go one step at a time. And God, God will guide us in the way that he wants us to go. Faith also moves God to act. Think about faith, not need, doubt, or fear moves God. There are people all around the world that have incredible needs, uh, doubts, and fears. But what moves God is faith in him. Think about the layman uh, in the Gospels grabbed his mat and went home. But this was after his friends opened the roof and lowered him down. When Jesus saw the faith of the lame man's friends, he moved on their behalf and healed their friend. As Christians, we often, petit- we often petition God, asking him to meet our needs, to heal our bodies or our relationships, or to give us wisdom. But as James 1, 5 through 7 says, unless we ask in faith without doubting, we won't receive what we're asking for. 
faith strengthens us during trials also. Because we live in a sinful, fallen world, we will face difficulties. This is just a given. But our faith is what helps us remain strong during hard times. We have an enemy, and it's our faith that acts as a shield to protect us from his schemes and plots. Ephesians 6.16, Above all, taking the shield of faith which with you, you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. We should not be surprised when our faith is tested. James 2.3 says that the testing of your faith produces patience. As we stand firm in faith through trials, God gets glory. 1 Peter 1.7, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Faith is more valuable than gold. <clears throat> we demonstrate our faith in how we live and what we do. Faith and works go hand to hand. Uh, there's an illustration. It was. It's like... Each one is an oar, and you're in a rowboat. If I just pull on faith, I'll just go in a circle. If I just pull on works, I'm going to go in a circle. But if I pull both at the same time, I'm going to make some real progress. <clears throat> James 2, 17 and 18. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith by my works. And James 2.26 states, For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. <clears throat> and I think we understand that I'm not talking about works religion. We're talking about Faith in Christ will <clears throat> compel us to work for him and to serve him. Our faith can encourage others also. Unshakable faith is noticeable, and it can encourage others to be firm in their faith too. Colossians 1.4 Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which ye have for all saints... Is it easier to stay committed to faith in God when you see others doing the same? <clears throat> Choose to stand strong in your faith, inspire others to do the same. This is one of the reasons that we meet Sunday morning, is to encourage and strengthen each of us uh, so we can go through the week and stay committed to Christ. When faith is strong and true, it can be passed to others, including our family and friends, making a difference in their lives as well. Paul wrote to Timothy about the unfeigned faith of Timothy's grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice in 2 Timothy 1.5. <clears throat> Last but not least, 
Faith is the foundation to our salvation. Faith is intimately intertwined with belief. We often think of John 3.16. Excuse me. When Jesus came, he redefined righteousness. We are not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith in Christ Jesus. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ, from Galatians 2.16. We are made right with God through faith in Jesus. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, Ephesians 2.8. We also must guard our faith. 1 Timothy 6.12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay, on, lay hold on eternal life, whereinto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. As Hebrew stated before, lay aside every weight and run with patience the race that is set before us. We must be prepared to fight to maintain our faith during the storms of life, which will try to derail us. In fact, as we preserve our faith in God, it will sustain us through the toughest trials for the glory of God. Once again, faith is the key to salvation. Revelation 2.10 says, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Like the takeoff run in the 777, with the end of the runway ahead, we are being hurled toward eternity at increasing speed. Can we have the faith to trust Jesus to carry us aloft and to bring us safely home? It's almost like throwing ourselves on Christ. They have those, uh, I'm not going to do it, I didn't prepare, but they have those examples of where you have somebody that's uh, closing their eyes and then they have a couple people ready to catch them. And it's almost like faith where they let all their weight go and they're caught by these, these friends. And this is kind of how I see Christ. We throw ourselves on him, trust him completely, and just submit everything to him. He will take us home. He will take care of us uh, during the trials of life when we're cruising and outside is... Uh, instant death, so to speak, as the example of the triple seven. So remember our faith. And I also pray, I don't think it's wrong to say, Lord, increase my faith. <clears throat>